Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back inside Garage Door Sports. It's Wednesday, May 16th. We are now on episode 31 of the podcast. As always, I'm Nick McVicker, and once again, I am joined by my good buddy, Justin Rapier. We've missed you the last couple weeks, buddy. We really have. It's about like two months. Apparently, it hasn't been. (laughs) Days aren't, I don't look at days. They're just numbers to me. You only missed two episodes. It's okay. It felt like about a month. I didn't even know. It's it's been a long couple weeks at work. I'll give I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that. God. <laughs> not even, catching, not even get catching L's for three days. I don't even get you started on that one. You're gonna have a fun couple of days coming up too. So yeah, more life. Anyways, we're here to talk sports, so we got a lot to talk about. NBA, NHL, MLB, and hell, we'll throw in some PED while we're talking MLB. Because those two have gone synonymously lately. Let's start with the NHL because that's what we love. That's what we're f- we like we like to talk about. So let's get right into that. Conference Finals. Out West, we got the Winnipeg Jets and the Vegas Golden Knights. They play tonight in Game 3. 1-1. Going into Vegas. Thoughts? No, Winnipeg still got this. Winnipeg still got this. They got to win, like, obviously at some point. Like, te- they technically don't even have to win two in a row. They can just go 1-1-1-1-1 one, because one, 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 they got the first one. Yeah, which is what they did against Nashville. Vegas hasn't won two, hasn't lost two games in a row. Yeah. The Winnipeg splits three and four, they win the series. Yeah. Right, like, I think they'll win. I. I but they bounce I, back well, and they're better. They've almost arguably been, arguably been a better road team in this playoffs. But Well, Vegas all teams have been a better, home. all teams have been a better road team. In the playoffs so far, Vegas is legit at home, so this is an interesting matchup. Yeah, it, I think it, tonight's game is gonna pretty much dictate how the rest of the series is gonna go. I think if Vegas can win this one and push push to two one, and possibly three one in Game Four with that pressure, it could it could almost demoralize the Jets a little bit. Not not totally because they're a good team; they have the players to actually push Vegas. But if they win Game Three. Oh, flurry. Yeah, but like Winnipeg is a perfect road team because they run around and hit you and they get physical and they get involved in the game. Also, that's what Vegas did in Winnipeg, though. But so it actually worked really well. But that's how they take the crowd out of it, right? So Winnipeg wants to play that game. Oh, yeah. And Winnipeg was a little sloppy and Vegas outplayed them. It wasn't because Winnipeg was like terrible. It no. was just Vegas played better. So I, didn't, I didn't think they did play terrible. Just has to step up, right? They got to stay out of the box and they got to. You know, Vegas and Washington almost play the same kind of defensive system in the neutral zone. They kind of clog it up, make you dump the puck in and chase it. So use your speed, right? They got to get guys like Wheeler, Shifley, Ehlers, Connor flying through the neutral zone. Oh, yeah, and Line. And pressure hard. Yeah, Line has been gone the whole playoffs. He's he's out there, man. He's, 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 he's struggling. He's a kite. He is struggling. He's, he's not engaged, man. He's like Matthews. I and mean, everyone is wondering why Matthews looks so slow. Is he out of it? Is he hurt? Right? Like. He's just a little slow on the puck. He's gliding. It's just yeah. Line only has four goals. Realize his second season, right? He be, get, could be getting tired. You never know, right? Yeah, four goals, eleven points in fourteen games for Line so far. He's That's got eleven points. It's still pretty good, but he's like, like you know, a lot of those goals were the first handful of games there with Minnesota, yeah, where he was on fire, and then he's kind of been absent since, just kind of getting secondary assists and things like well, that. Well, yeah, but like put it into comparison, Marner had nine. Yeah, well, that's because Marner carried the team in the last couple of games. I know, but right. that's what you expect a player like Line to do is what I'm saying. So, but he's a guy like Kucherov, right? Like, give him a couple shots as he bangs one in and you're on. Yeah. You've, you've woken a giant, right? Like, Kut- yeah. the Jets, the Caps did that to Kucherov last night. Yeah. 
It's just and Stammer. So we interesting to see that that Vegas top line of the Florida Outcasts plus Wild Wild Bill. Wild Bill is an interesting line. March or so is just wicked shot, all around good player, and Wild Bill is just <laughs> legit, man. That guy. Yeah, he's found his game, his two-way game. Like he's probably gonna, I, he may not put the goals up next year, but he's still gonna be like a sixty-point guy next year. Oh yeah, he just fits perfectly on that team and with that line. So, how many goals do you think that line has in? Uh, well, they got how like, many games are they? they twelve, forty-something like points in the playoffs. H- how many goals do you think they'll they have in twelve uh, games as a line? I don't know, probably like twenty-five. They, they have, have forty, huh? They only have twelve. Well, because they got. 40-something points as a line, yeah. right? So they get a lot of their points on the power. A lot of those guys play first power play, too. Yeah. Right? But that that just proves they have 40-something points as a line. They only have 12 goals combined. That's a lot of assists. They're not just doing it for themselves. They're going out and finding players in good positions and making things happen for that Knights team. And they've done it all throughout the playoffs. They've done it all year. And they're just kind of showing that they have that depth and they have the they have the – Nice spread of wealth almost across three lines, maybe even four if you consider that fourth line. Well, that's what you get with outcasts is they all buy into the message and they all want to prove people wrong. So you don't have anyone that tries to go out of the way. And yeah. No, I know. I'm just... Everyone, and stand anyone up, right? And that's the beauty of those boys over there is they work as a team because they also know as they're representing a city that, you know, that they're, they're it. Like, they're the show, right? So they don't yeah. have to worry about getting overshadowed by anyone and... You know, they're just they're saying, Hey boys, let's go for it first year. Let's you know, they've made a mark in that city, so they're kinda of playing with house money and get you know, the house always wins. We've been through this before, right? Like it's an interesting proposition. So Yeah, it's it's interesting to watch though, because like you can almost make the same argument that Winnipeg is the same thing. They're they're fighting for a city where that's who they are. I'm, I'm sorry, Blue Bombers fans. The Blue Bombers are not a top draw in any City, but uh, let alone Winnipeg right categories. now. Apples and oranges there, but right. But I'm just saying, like they don't draw. They they won't draw as anywhere close to what the Jets draw. The Jets are the team in Winnipeg. They are who everyone cheers for, and you've seen it in the broadcast. See how many people show up outside the rink. It's more than double what the Leafs get. Like that's outside of the rink. Let alone all the people who are watching at home. Like it's they are Winnipeg. And they're fighting for that. Now, Winnipeg has some higher-end talent, Line A, Shifley, right? But they're this, they're built on the same principle of this is our team, this is who we have to be, we are representing this city. So they're they're fighting for the same thing, and they're doing a pretty good job of it, both teams. But I think the Jets need to win this game in order to push. Well, I got to win one or two. I don't think they have to win three. They don't. They don't. Really uh, yeah, they don't to. have to, but I think they need to. They have to take one, and honestly, like, if they took four, it almost works a little bit better because you're coming home on a high. Because then if you win five, then it's over. Yeah. Right. If you win three, lose four, then you're going home again. Then you know, crap. If we lose, down three two, going back to Vegas, right? Like, yeah. There's always different ways you look at it, right? Let's win three. Oh, we lost four. Hey, boys, it's a wash. Let's go back home, right? Like everyone. Yeah. Well, the last series with Nashville, they won game one, game three, game five, game seven. Right. So that's kind of the way everyone kind of has a view on that. So they won three games on the road. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they like, like to play the other team's barn because they get a couple of hits. If they get one, and then they're flying, right? They get that yeah. speed going. Little, Cop, Wheeler, Shifley, 
Armia, know, even. You Connor, in. Ehler. It's a kid. He's a freaking jet when he gets going. Yeah. Buffalo's scary fast. People. Be interesting to see how Ryan Reeves keeps going at Buffalo because it's worked in the games, in the first two games. That's all he's in the lineup for right now. And it's working, <laughs> right? So it's interesting to see how Buff- Buffalo adjusts that on the road. Yeah. Because they got last change. So they, you know, I don't think he's really going to chase Reeves on Buffalo. They don't right. have last change on the road. They had last change at home. I'm talking about Vegas. Yeah. If Gallant's going to, how hard he's actually going to try and get that matchup because it's not a great matchup to set up, right? Yeah. You don't really want to throw your fourth line. Like, he's not going to play much, but, like, you don't want to throw him out there against Buffalo because it doesn't really make sense, right? Yeah. It just doesn't seem like a matchup, so I feel like that's going to be interesting to see how they actually go out on that because Vegas just rolls four lines on the road pretty much. Pretty much do it at home, too. Yeah. Uh, but it sets up a different scenario, so. Yeah, I think I love this series so far. Two games in, Flurry and Hellebuck each had a good game and a okay game. I wouldn't say they either played played terrible. I don't think Hellebuck played terrible in game two. I don't think Flurry played terrible in game one. But the goalies are keeping their teams in these games right now. So whichever goalie steps up in game three, congratulations, your team's most likely going to win. We'll see. Most likely. Uh, moving over on into the East. Is that okay? We'll flip over to the East. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Washington Capitals. Choke. <laughs> choke? What? You're calling choke already? I'm calling choke whenever Washington goes up any amount of games. <laughs> choke City over there. Well, they're up 2-1. Yeah, well, it was 2 nothing. It, it was, was 2, two nothing. Congratulations. And now they've woken the Tampa power play. Stammer ripped uh, the t- one That power bit. play wasn't dead before. Well, they've freaking hit a lightning bolt. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Kucherov <laughs> sniped one. Stamkos sniped one. Got them going. Holtby was shaky. Vasilevsky looked better. In my opinion, Holtby's been shaky almost the entire playoffs. No, he hasn't. He's been rock solid in that Pittsburgh no. series. Yeah, no, he was, no, 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 no. He's been rock solid for them all series. To turn around a series and go four straight, like in the Columbus series, like he's been solid. His defense is like Swiss cheese other than Carlson. Orlov's played well. Michael, yeah, Orlov's good. Michael Kempney, freaking, I didn't even tell you, Christian Juice, like whoever they got back there is. Juice. Pretty uh, pretty airy back there, so he's been pretty solid, and he didn't get help much. Power play goals are really are tough to tell on a goalie, but you know he's a bit rattled, right? Vasilevsky stepped up last night. You got the Tampa guys going. Kuznetsov and those guys were pretty silent. So you know if this goes back to Tampa two-two, then Washington's in trouble. Yeah, there's a very good likelihood it'll go back to Washington down three-two. Well, I mean. Kuznetsov has 20 points in 15 games in the playoffs. Yeah, Ooh, but he's, he's been 19. quiet. He's been real quiet. He's kind of just, he's not the, no. he's not the Kuznetsov that was going to win the heart for half the year. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree to that. But. Right, and, you know, Cooper made a line change, putting Pilat up the, there game two. That worked game three, so he's probably going to stick with that. He moved JT Miller off that line, moved Stammer back in the middle. Yeah. That was, was a good move. So that line, that line's staying, and he got, you know, a little bit better defensive support. Right, they actually showed up. Yeah, they you know, showed D- up. They Girardi, played well. McDonough. McDonough's been up and down. Like McDonough has really been exposed as what he really is as a four-five defenseman. Yeah. In the series, like he was kind of always shattered in New York and hyped up, but he really is nothing better than a four-five defenseman, maybe three-four. Yeah. He's not top two anymore because he just really can't put any points up. 
He's just not that kind of guy. He just sits in front of your net and hopes the puck's going to hit him, right? Yeah, but Sergachev's looked good. Hedman's looked good. Callahan's looked good. Like they're they're good pieces they they have. And if if McDonough's a four or five defenseman on your team, your team's probably pretty well, good. Well, they picked him up as depth. He wasn't like he was complimentary to you know Hedman, Strawman, McDonough, Girardi now, and then you got Sergachev and um. Who is their sixth? I talked about this last. They week. really don't. Pl- they usually have six or seven. They usually yeah. only. Oh, who am I talking about here? Girardi. Oh, Braden Coburn. That's it. Um. Right, and Sergachev is man. That guy loves to touch the puck and dangle the puck. Right, he's just so smooth. Montreal, what a garbage trade once again. Just letting you know what a waste. How's Drone? How's Drone doing for you? Drone wasn't bad. He was put in the wrong position. Ow. Yeah. In my opinion, I don't think he was bad. It was a bad he, trade. It was a bad trade. I'll agree to that. I don't. I just I'm not saying Drewen played that bad. He was way out of position the whole fucking season. Pardon my language. Uh, I know you caught me. Ah, it's, it's been a lo- it's been a rough week. Let's go. Screw PG ratings. <laughs> Who needs that? Um, what do you see going forward in this series? Tampa comeback. Okay, I will never choose like Washington. Like how many to win. games is what I meant. If they if they go back tied 2-2, this thing's over in 6. Kay. I really think Tampa runs the table. If it If it goes down 3-1, they're probably going to lose. But like they got to win game 4 cuz they got to bring it back 2-2 cuz Washington can just Implode. too much fire. Well, they have too much firepower. Like if Washington's up 3-1, they can walk into some goals and win a game. Yeah. Right, especially the way Trotz plays pretty much what's the trap Pretty much plays a, great a one trap. Literally plays a one four trap. Pretty much and a one half and a three and a half because the guy sometimes cheats up. Wow, well, it's pretty much a one four. It's pretty much it's pretty much the old school trap. And you know if Guy Boucher was still coaching, we would have fucking Chris Pronger just standing at the dot, and the refs would have to blow the whistle again. Remember that? Yeah. We sat there for thirty five seconds and no one chased him into the blue line, so he just stood there. Yep, I remember. Good old Guy, Guy Boucher. There's hey, there was nothing wrong with that. He was playing the system. He was playing it right. Yeah, the refs were going to throw him out of the game for that. Why? I'm joking. Calm down. Yeah, but I don't know. I picked Tampa Winnipeg in the final, so I have to kind of go on that one. <laughs> so I think I did too. So yeah. And Canadian team needs to win, even though it has nothing to do with Tampa. But it'd just be, it would be the most exciting matchup. It honestly would. I think so as well. I think that would have that would put the two best goalies remaining all season, like, Flurry had a great year, but I think Vass and um, Hellebuck were the two better, two best goalies out of these four all season. So that would that would be an interesting matchup in the final, and two of the top three teams in the entire year. Yeah, I don't know. That. Vegas don't know was fourth. Yeah. So re- I mean, which, whichever team comes out of the West is one of the top four teams in the league. Honestly, whoever comes out of the West is winning the cup. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, it's just the I way agree. it's happening. I've been saying that since Vegas the beginning. Slash Winnipeg, this is the Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, I I've been saying that since the beginning they're of the playoffs. Just, they're so. too well balanced and structured. Nothing against John Cooper, but like Gallant and Maurice, they just they're yeah. destiny teams this year. And it's just your final is right now in the West, and it's yeah. just whoever wins figure it out, right? Yeah. And again, as you said, it's nothing against John Cooper. It's nothing against the Lightning because they're a good team. They are a very good team. I just don't think that they can compete with the four lines of either of the other two teams. Well, yeah, they just they don't have it all going at the right time. Like, the Jets have been hot. 
they're rolling. They got their lines are hot. Vegas is just Galant is Vegas is playing with house like money joke, and they're enjoying Gerard it. Gerard Galant should have votes for MVP. He honestly should. <laughs> like, he should have heart votes. Like it really. I I don't think that's how it works. Well, it should. He should get heart votes because okay. like honestly, without him though, this team maybe barely squeaks into the playoffs. Yeah. Like just the perfect coach with the perfect system for the perfect band of misfits. Honestly, yeah, he should never have been fired in Florida. No, no, he should never have been he fired in Florida. Like, and the way it went, I, the way I've it been went a huge down is a fan of this guy ever since he was in Quebec. Uh, he was in which Q team did he coach? He didn't, he didn't do the Ramparts, did he? He coached uh, the Sea Dogs. Oh, St. John's, yeah. yeah. When he had Huberto there, and he was like a Huberto and Drew Ann? No, Drew Ann didn't play. He played Halifax. Um. That's interesting. I, know, I just remember the Memorial Cup starts this weekend. Nah, I don't think yeah, all the no, series yeah. are done yet. So. Yeah, they are. Are they? Sam knows all the teams in it. Oh, fair enough. Well, pretty I, sure it's Regina, Acadie Bathurst, and Hamilton. I know Hamilton's there. That was a big thing on Twitter. They had so many pictures of that championship game. I couldn't believe it. I, I didn't understand why, but whatever. This is Hamilton. No one's like, what? <laughs> what are they doing? Well, they were good all year. May 18th. Yeah, so it starts uh, Friday. Friday. Yep. Good. Wow. I love me some Memorial Cup. Good old Mem Cup. And our teams are... Uh, we only have Regina listed right now. This is an old article. Tickets. Well, we know Hamilton. Info. Let's see. Preview. One strategy to watch for each team. They got Swift Current from the West. Regina oh, Swift as, Current. Regina as the host. Acadie Bathurst, I believe, and Hamilton. Yeah. It's a very eclectic mix of teams that have not been there in a while. Yeah. So yeah, Swift Current. I've seen. They haven't been in it forever. Acadie Bathurst. Haven't seen them in a long time. Hamilton with. Sorry, Rob Thomas. You're ugly. Yikes. Wow. And that uh, was Regina. Mean. Regina's been in and out. Like Regina comes and goes, and they're hosting because it's 100th. Yeah. So, which I'm okay with. But, uh, oh, that's always some good hockey. I love me some Mem Cup. Yeah. These kids have played like 185 million games in the year, and they're like, ah, let's play like eight more. Yeah. Hey. It, I always find it funny, though, because you say Regina's hosting because it's the 100th. You know who well, they, not because. No, but, but you know who they, do you know who they're, they beat out to win the rights to host? Hamilton. Uh, and Oshawa. No, that doesn't make sense because it rotates by division. I feel like that's a lie because it rotates. I'm I'm literally reading. maybe maybe they changed it up for the hundredth, but it yeah. rotates by league. I think and it that's was the why. WHL's team yeah, the turn. I think I think that's why. It's because it's going to come back 100. to Ontario next year. Yeah. So maybe for the hundredth they switched it up, but yeah. So uh, doesn't seem very David Branch like to switch things up like that. That's why he didn't. He kept it. So, <laughs> and you're not going to Hamilton or the Dirty Schwa for the hundredth them cup like Hamilton. I could have seen. No, come but. on. Hamilton? Nah. Rather go to Flint, Michigan. Flint. With no water. Flint. I wonder if they ever were gonna start doing that Mem Cup in the States. Probably not. No. They won't. I think it I think it's in the rules that they can't. <laughs> no America, because half our kids probably don't have passports. <laughs> so they can't even go over the border. Um, Which I guess some of them do, but I would assume most of them do, considering they or have your, to play. Or you're Bruce Maxwell and you just don't get across. Bruce Maxwell. Or whatever the hell that catcher's name was. Yeah, no, it's Bruce. That's a fun story. Huh. Can't play in Toronto because he doesn't. He got arrested in 
last summer or something. It's a good one. Um, so I think we talked hockey pretty well. Anything else you want to talk about quickly before we move on? Or? No. No? You're good? I'm, I'm good with that. Let's move on um, quickly. Talk some National Basketball Association. Good old NBA. Um, and last week, I, t- I brought this up when I was, you know, talking by myself about the Raptors possibly firing Dwayne Casey because it hadn't happened yet. Mm. Guess what? It happened. I'm still disappointed with the decision. You have a very different take. I know that. Um, you think it was the right decision, and I want I want you to hear. I want to hear well, what you say, and then I, I agree with the decision. They needed to switch it up. Like they had to switch it up. Like like just you got the same voice. Yeah. For how many years? And they they yeah you add a couple more wins on the regular season, but. NBA, the, the half the teams are so garbage. It doesn't really even mean anything. It really doesn't. Okay, but you made that argument in the car, and I don't understand what you're saying because that's how it has always yes, been. But that's the reason why it doesn't. It means nothing. They, if you're, they're not progressing in the playoffs. They cannot beat the same player. So you need to try something different. There, there's the key, though. Nobody in the East but that has matter. beaten LeBron that, that, in seven but years. But that doesn't mean you don't switch it up and try. I understand that, but the Raptors have been getting better over the past but five years. But they get years. their ass kicked every time they play LeBron in a playoff series. Like but it's, it's getting, LeBron! But it's getting worse and worse. And look at the other teams. Indiana took them to seven. Boston's already up 2 nothing, and we got our asses kicked in four games. What's wrong? What are we doing differently that we are literally losing by 35 points? Yeah, they need to figure out how to get DeMar and Kyle to but actually play. But that's the thing. Casey can't figure out how to get them to play with against LeBron. Okay. So you need to try someone else because at this point, LeBron's not going anywhere unless he goes to the West, and even then, you just got to play him in the finals. Yeah, but right? my argument is that they're bringing in Mike, or possibly bringing in Mike Budenholzer. Let but me don't, finish but my don't thought. Give me the, don't give me the argument that no, he no, no, lost no, no, when no, he was no. in the land. No, no, no. Let me finish my thought. The guy had four All-Stars on his team, right? And they lost LeBron because guess what? The four All-Stars didn't show up. Why are we bringing in a guy who but can't get All-Stars to show up? they're different players. They're different teams. Players, four of them. But it doesn't matter. You could put Dwayne Casey with those guys, and they still may not win. It's you got to have I the right coach that. at the right time. Okay, but like, my argument just, is how do you know he's the right coach? But you don't. Why? You never know that any coach is the right coach when you bring them in. I'd, I'd rather Becky Hammond be coming up and coaching these Raptor teams than Mike Budenholzer. But you don't know anything about Budenholzer. You don't know basketball. I know more basketball than you but do. You don't know it enough. Like You don't know him as like a coach. Players like playing for him. Just because his players don't show up in the finals doesn't mean that's 100% on him. And it's not 100% on Casey. It's the fact that you just need to try something else. Okay. And aside from trading Kyle and DeMar, there's nothing that's really going to have an impact. Which apparently the Raptors well, thought about last offseason. They explored it. And if you get a big package, then maybe. Maybe you switch it up. Like maybe you can get two players that cover what LeBron what DeMar does and you can spread the floor a little more. Like it's not a terrible idea, depending on what the return is. Yeah. Right? He's not a LeBron player. He's not a Paul George. He's not a James Harden that is immovable. I know. He is our best player, but he's not immovable. Yeah. Right, and they got a lot of pieces that they need to figure out what they're doing with. They got to figure out how they're going to use Valanciunas or if they're going to keep him. Yeah, that's that's a big one this offseason. Right, they're probably going to they're, gonna they're probably going to lose Norm because they really didn't use him this year. Yeah, or you got to find a coach that's going to use him. Honestly, they should probably promote Stackhouse because Jerry Stackhouse is legit. Yeah, two titles in a row where we took the nine oh five to the best record in the league or something. 
They, I, did they win this year? I don't know. They won last I think year. They, I think they made it to the finals and lost. But he's legit. I agree. And they should bring him in. He's a no-nonsense guy. I agree. Right. And is like it's not even on case. He's been here what six, seven years, eight years. I don't know. A long time because he brought them in when they were still mediocre, and then he turned them around and yeah, improved them. Right. Eventually, it comes to some point where you just need a new voice. Yeah. Right. Like I just almost think what they Chicago did this year. year with Joel Quinville, where they were seriously saying they may let him go just just because they need something new. Yeah. But right? Chicago's also worse than they were. But that's uh, that's like a different thing, right? It's Hall of Fame coach, arguably the best coach in the history of the game, and you're going to fire him, right? But it's because you sometimes you have to change something because you're not trading Taze and Kane yeah. and everyone, right? It's, yeah. the, it's the simplest decision without destroying the team, right? Because they're still going to win 50 games next year, whether who's coaching the team. 45 to 50 games. The regular season really doesn't mean anything unless as long as you finish in the top half of the, the conference. Yeah. Right? But now you're going to give those guys a kick. Because it's okay. We got the coach. You're next. Right? We don't have any other options. You don't win, then your guys are gone. Yeah. Right? Because it shows that they're still trying to get better. If they had kept him and kept him and kept him, then it shows, yeah, okay, we're okay with what it is. Right? Because they didn't. They don't make big enough acquisitions. They don't have the money to make free agent acquisitions. Or yet, they could try. I don't know if... They okay, could want to come here and things like that. That's a whole different argument. But come on, LeBron. But this is the easiest thing to do to try and get a result with having to fully revamp your roster. Yeah. Right? Okay. And yeah, he's the greatest coach in team history. Probably gonna win coach of the year. Already won one coach of the year. But they didn't make it out of the second round. And ultimately the goal is to win the championship. Yeah. Or at least improve on the year before. And they They did. Right? Because if they had gotten past LeBron they'd be in the finals, most likely, because they match up really well with Boston. I know, but Boston's playing really well, so it would have been are, an interesting series. They are, but the Raptors series. spread them out, and the Raptors could, you know. It'd be an interesting series. It's it's LeBron against, it's been LeBron against the other team all playoffs. Yeah. Right? And, and his team, his team. I will admit this, the rest of that team did kind of show up against the Raptors If they had series. lost to someone other than LeBron this year, we're having a different argument. Yeah. But the fact that they've now lost to LeBron for the fourth year in a row. Fourth or fifth, yeah. Third or fourth, we may be on the third in the year before it was Brooklyn, but it, you you have to switch something because it's just a, a flipping, it's a reoccurring story. It's the same thing on a different year. Yeah. And eventually, it's he puts his hands up, the whole team puts their hand up, saying, "Oh, what can we do?" Now you got to get a new coach in. He says, "Let's go. Let's figure it out. Let's go." Right? You get a yeah. little more. It's just it's a different voice. It's just unfortunate. He didn't. He deserves better. Right? It's it's a, you ask you, you Jerry like you didn't want to make the move, but to win, yeah. the move had to be made. Yeah. Right? They they literally brought it up. Guys like Mike D'Antoni, Larry Bird, um, was it Phil Jackson? There was one other like legit Hall of Fame coaches got fired, and then their teams improved next year, or moved made it deeper in the playoffs. Right? Yeah. It's just. Now it's just if you pick the right coach, yeah, right. They got it down to, you know, I don't think they're legitimately can like thinking about promoting one of their assistants because who knows if their message is kind of the same. And I think you need a little bit more experience. But yeah, I, I think it's Stack or or Budenholzer. Buden. Actually, I think they did say that they were gonna interview Hammond. They were they were reaching out to her. I don't know if they were legitimately gonna interview her though. I think a lot of teams are saying that as a marketing ploy with really no interest in hiring her. 
which I think is a bad decision because he's she's a good coach. But she's it's a never, smart coach. It's never going to get out that you're not legitimately thinking about it. No, I know. But so I'm saying only positive news for teams. No, I understand that. I'm just saying I think a team needs to give her a shot because she's a smart coach. But she's smart, but she's got to be the right fit. Yeah, I know. I right? agree, but that's that's. And a lot of people are saying, "Oh, someone needs to hire." Her. Like you know, she's got to be there. I'm like, well, if she's not a fit, I don't care if she's a man, no. a woman, a dog. Like if they're not, the I right understand fit, that. Not the right fit. I understand that. I'm just saying, I think right. A team I don't needs... know her coaching style, so I don't know if she's a fit or not. But I'm not hiring a woman. I don't think I don't think she would fit with the Raptors or anything. I'll admit that I don't right? think she would like, fit with the Raptors. I'm not hiring anybody if they don't fit, just for marketing stunt, because then it's going to backfire on you, right? Yeah, I I don't think she's a fit with the Raptors. I'll say that. So. She needs to be a fit on a young shit team to build with them. Yeah. Right? Because if she goes to a good, you know, it's the argument that you put her on a good team where, like, if she's the coach of a LeBron team, is she really the coach? Spolstra? No. Like, Tyron Lue, is he really the coach? No. Yes, he is. He's no, the coach no, by name. he's not. LeBron, hey, hey, guys, this is, hey, Lou, shut up. LeBron, give me the board. Like, you know what I mean? Someone like Harden, like Harden and Chris Paul, those guys pretty much run the Rockets, right? Like yeah. Antoni's there. He's got some influence because he's a vet, but yeah. Um, Utah might be a good fit for her with uh, Donovan Mitchell and those guys because they're a young team. They're learning the system. They don't really have a system, but I don't know what would the Mormons think of that. <laughs> Are they okay with a woman? Took coach? it too far. Took it too far. What? Utah. Took know. it too far. What are they gonna do? Um. All right, I'll get out of the basketball talk. I know you hate it with a passion. So I don't hate it. It's just, once again, I'll go to you. The possibility is still there for the same NBA Finals for the fourth year in a I row. I know. I'm aware. We've had what this conversation. What possibly interests you in watching the same teams for the fourth year I in a row? I didn't say I was interested in watching not, those two teams. I'm saying to people, Yo, this is legit, man. I can't wait to watch it for the fourth time. <laughs> hey, let's go to the same movie for the fourth time. It's going to be just as good as it was the first three times, says no one ever. Hey, some movies are good the second right? time around. I ain't paying for it times two, three, and four. So if it's on, great. It's there. I'm not watching it. Like, right. I want to see someone other than yellow or red lift a trophy. Let's pick some green and some blue or something else red. in there. No, 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 no. It's wine. What? Go Cleveland. They're not red. You graphics department give me Pantone <laughs> colors and crap. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's talk some MLB, and we got a couple big stories from the major leagues. Which one would you want to start? Would you want to go Cano, or do you want to nah, go? Do you want to go Vato? Joey's an idiot. All right, we'll start there. <laughs> what an idiot! This man never thinks before he speaks. Joey Votto, wow, doesn't talk before he speaks. Just. Doesn't talk before he's great baseball player, idiot of a human being. Just the way he talks, the way he acts, like when he like fake throws the ball to kids and things like that. Like he's just like walks himself literally right in the spotlight and runs himself just as far back, if not deeper, than you know, but thirty five minutes later. Yeah, like he he really walked himself into that one. So like. I don't care about Canadian baseball. Like, come on, man. You're like a Roman. You're like one of the eight guys that's playing in pro ball for a country. It's not like you're Dominican Republic and you've been, like, exiled and you have to leave on a boat and you're <laughs> deported and all that crap. Then you can say you hate your country because the way they treated you. Yeah, he's not Cuban. Like, come on, man. Like, And I knew as soon as he said it, he was going to walk himself 
back like 10 minutes later. I'm already doing an interview today. He's got his humbled strong shirt on, like just trying to be full Canadian. Like, no offense to Joey Votto, but I'm probably guessing he probably had that shirt like rush order to him as soon as he screwed up. Yeah. Right? Or he had it and hadn't worn it. It was like, oh, it's a good thing I got one of these. Now I got to wear it. Right? Like, walked himself back. I couldn't be more embarrassed by what I said. Felt jealous being asked about the city I'm from, 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 and another. Just felt jealous being asked about the city I'm from and another Canadian player. I had to read that again. Nice, nice dyslexia that's st- there. That's how stupid <laughs> it sounds. Nice I was jealous there. being asked about the country I'm from and a fellow Canadian player that threw a no-hitter. I don't, it wasn't even against me, and I was jealous about that. Let's all talk about Joey Votto and my crappy Cincinnati Reds, who he chirped last week saying, or like off to the worst start in like the last 10 years. Like It's unbelievable yeah. how bad this team is. They're like, brutal. But like, now he's got to sit here and eat it. I'm like, dude. You brought this on yourself. Go yell in a corner, right? Like, I love you. You're a great player. You're one of the best generational hitters of this era. Like, you can hit the ball. You're going to hit 300 every year. Yeah. You know, should have won MVP last year for the second time. Yeah. Like, but come on, man. You're smarter than that. You can say anything, almost anything, but Canada. You're Canadian, and you get away with it. I didn't even think it was that bad what he said, right? And baseball people got angry because they were like, come on, buddy. Like, we we coached you for... Eight yeah. years and gave you shots and helped you get to where you are, and then you shit on us, yeah, for no reason, right? Wasn't like it, the guy was like, "Oh, America's better," or "Canada yeah. sucks," or "You suck," or one of his coaches chirped him or something like. Yeah. It was just bleed out of the blue, man. Hey, Canadian threw a no hitter, man. How awesome is that? I'd be like, "Oh man, that's sick." Like anybody throws a no hitter, good for you. No, don't give a rat's ass about Canadian baseball. Come on, who do you think you are, Kuda? Yeah. Figure it out. Like. All right, Chris. Jeez. It's just dumb. It's not smart. No, he's walking himself back, and I just laugh. Oh, here we go. Uh oh. Your coach that you don't want to the raps is not going to the raps. Booed? He's going to uh, the Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's the team name now? Yeah. Giannis's? Yeah. He's going to the Bucks. Yeah. So, stack it is. Probably. Raptors 905. Give him a ring. Moving on up the the QEW there, my friend. Hershey yeah. Center to the road to the show. Hershey Center to ACC. <laughs> um, back to the Votto stuff. I like I like that we added breaking news. Good job. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, it is just it is just wrong that he said it that way. He shouldn't have. He knows better. He's a Canadian. He shouldn't. He should be. Should be smart enough to know that it actually means something to baseball fans up here what Paxson did. Now, granted, he also did it against the Jays, so some of them were a little disappointed that it came against the Jays. But still, people were imp- people were very impressed with it as a Canadian. And Votto... Just reading some of the stuff in this TSN article. About Votto? <laughs> I wasn't raised inside of Canadian baseball, really. I'm coming up on half of my life being in the United States, working and being supported by American baseball. And I understand that. Also penned an apology on social media, adding that he resented not being drafted by the Blue Jays out of high school. Suck it up. There's like 1,500 players in the draft. He was and also not being picked for the Olympic team while in the minors. Yeah, he was very disappointed at that. Like, come on, man. Who the hell do you think you are? Like, he's Joey Votto. Just give your head a shake. He's Joey you know, Votto. Fucking just come on. Think, 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 think. In this day and age. Think twice before you do. Like when I enter orders now, because I keep screwing them up. Look at them <laughs> twice. Think twice before you put it in. 
because then it comes back 10 minutes later and you're sitting there like, oh, I didn't look at it. I didn't think. Yeah. Come on, man. Yep. I couldn't feel less connected to the comments, and I'm so sorry, especially to the kids. That's where I feel I did the most wrong. Personally, apologize to Paxton. Like, oh, James Paxton doesn't care. No. James Paxton could care less. Well, he's, honestly, the worst is this is going to do is he's going to lose his teammates in the room. Yeah. Right? Like, he just chirped the team. Now he's chirping the country he came from. And I bet you any Spanish guys on his team are going to get pissed because they are all diehard for their countries. And he's going to be like, hey, why are you hating your country? Yeah. You know, they do so much for you. Yeah. Hey, Cincinnati's kind of turned it around from their terrible start, too. So this oh, could actually cause some issues. Wow. He's – there's always been rumors of him getting traded. He should get, they should get – if Toronto wants to, like – I don't know, I should have picked him up about a year, like two years ago when he was on the downslope and would have had him for an MVP year last year. Yeah. But we got Justin Smoke. I'm that, no. <laughs> Everyone, remember how I said he was going to fall off a cliff? He's not falling off the cliff yet. I was going to say, he has not fallen he's off the cliff. He's slipping down the cliff he's, a little he's bit. He's sliding a little. He's sliding. Um, another big story in the MLB this week. Good old uh, broken hand Robbie Cano. Is it hand or wrist? I think it's hand. Um, tested positive. His phalanges. <laughs> he tested positive for PEDs. Now, what he's saying, and he's accepted the suspension. I think he has an 80-game suspension. Mm-hmm. He's, he's accepted the suspension because he says he well, should have known he's already known appealed better. it. They don't announce it until, like, it's all done. So he's known about this for months. Yeah. Right. So they they tell him privately and do all the appeals and everything behind yeah. doors. So this isn't the first he's heard about it. Like this has been like whatever. A, this has been like a month long, yeah, two month that's, process. That's fine. But he's he's accepted the eighty game suspension, knowing full well what happened. Apparently he was prescribed a diuretic. Diuretic. He's pooping his pants in dr. And it contained an uh, substance that is on the major league uh, banned list. Now and he could have got away with it. But apparently MLB has to prove attempt to cover it up, which apparently they did. And in the appeal, they couldn't, they didn't overturn it. Yeah. So that's the part it is. It's not like, oh, man, they took advantage of the guy. He's no. He's prescribed it. Yeah, he's prescribed it. So obviously he did something shady. Right. Or, or he just really wasn't paying attention. Well, but ideally, if you find it out and you go to MLB and say, hey, I was prescribed this. I didn't know. It's in here, right? Or you go to the doctors, you figure out your plan method because then you're not trying to cover it up. Yeah. Right, I agree. So that's his problem there. Now everyone's saying all his numbers. Man, he was destined for the Hall of Fame. Not anymore. I'm like, this is different. Yeah, this to is me, this to, is clearly to different. me. Like, see, Phillips just ripped him. He's like, no Hall of Fame, not a chance, not anymore. See, I know. I was I was there with you, and you and saw I was him. like, but this isn't Bonds. This isn't McGuire. This isn't Palmero. Like, this isn't a guy who's. This is like Nick Baxter missing the gold medal game at the Olympics a couple of years ago. Like, no one's even talking about it because he took a sinus medication, right? Like, you're telling me. A diarrhea medication gave Robinson Cano a boost that he took this kept winter. him from kept him from crap in his pants. Great, he trained a little bit harder because he didn't have to go to the toilet. Like <laughs> that he took this past winter, wasn't it? I don't know the time frame. I on think it, that's what but, it said. But but just the fact it's like you know what he's still going to the Hall of Fame, and if anyone sits there and says yeah it's PEDs, I'm like yes, you got to look at it. There's PEDs and then there's steroids, right? He was not enhancing his performance. Unless, you know, if this Magic. diarrhea medication has some crazy side effect that, you know, boosts your hand-eye coordination or something like that. then Boost testosterone give levels. Give me some of that or something. Why the hell is it 
legal or being prescribed <laughs> by a doctor. So I don't know. I think I it's agree. being blown think... out. Everyone's freaking out because his his going to be on the DL for like half a suspension. Like, oh, he should wait till he's healthy. I'm like, why? Why does that matter? He's suspended. He's already going to miss the playoffs. I was going to say that's the big factor. He's out of the playoffs. He could he could be healthy tomorrow, right? It it doesn't matter. The team's without him for 80 games and the playoffs, right? Like it doesn't matter if it's oh, this is not harsh enough for him or the team. I'm like, why are you implicating the team on this? Why are you punishing the team? They're already being punished for 80 games, right? And like, yeah, he's got to you know he should miss the remainder of the year. I'm like, simmer down, folks. Simmer down. These come up once once in a blue moon. Right, and it's not yes anabolic steroids or this or D ball or like the legitimate steroids. Yeah, it's a it's a freaking diarrhea. He didn't he didn't want to poop anymore. All right, so I think everyone needs to simmer down a little bit, and the Mariners are probably going to choke anyway. Well, because Lefty sitting, can't throw no hitters every other game. So yeah, they're sitting one game back of a wild card right now. Nelson Cruz just went out last night too. So yeah, they're they're in a bit of a bad situation. You say that they should move D Gordon to second. They should. They said they're not going to. Well, because they're all dumb there. Well, I get it. Put the guy, he's a natural position. You I literally, understand that. Right? You can find a center fielder easily. You can shift one of your outfielders to the middle and bring someone up for the corner. Yeah. You always shore up the infield before you shore up the outfield. You you build your team from the di- from the plate out defensively. Yeah. You want to have a strong catcher, strong corners, right? Rocks in the middle, and then the outfield's the outfield, right? Guy who can throw. You, you, can, you make more errors in the infield than you do in the outfield, Yeah. right? Guy who can throw is who you want in the outfield. That's about it. Yeah, you want an arm, and D. Gordon's playing center, so it's, he's out there because he can run yeah. and shag b- balls down, right? Yeah. I, I get it what they're saying, though. They don't Because they are mid-transition or f- just transitioned him, I get that they don't want to bring him back and then have to transition him again next year. Baseball, but we talk about people, we talk about p- baseball positions, like... You ask D. Gordon, hey, could you go play second base tomorrow? Yeah. I could no, I know. I, I get what they're saying now. Right? That's, like, that's, all, that's all I was saying. I think they're overblowing it. I'm like, they literally had an, I have a gold glove second baseman sitting in the outfield, but they're going to put someone else at, at second base? Absolutely. And a guy that hasn't even fully learned the outfield? Absolutely. Great. Good job, Jerry DePoto. Maybe there's a reason you got fired out of L.A. Um, one more quick thing, because it's been brought up like 150 times in our office. Uh, Vladdy Jr. No. Okay. You and me are on the, on a, in agreement on this one. Can you please say what you think? Because I'm getting real tired of 19 it. 19-year-old kid that's been in America for like two years. You don't bring him up. Well, yeah, America. America. North America. America. You don't bring the kid up. The team is garbage. You don't bring prospect up to a garbage team. And everyone's like, well, he'll improve their chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, because he's playing over younger V. Solarte. Love Solarte, his energy. He's a bench guy. He's entertaining. Right? Yes, of course he'd improve your chances to make the playoffs. You could, you know, of course he's a better player. He has more potential. Kid's 19. Yeah. He's raking double A. Let him rake double A for another month or two. Move him to triple. Let him break the rest of the year, and then you can pop him up. Thank a year. you. Then you can move him up a year early. Thank you. That's what I've been right? saying. And you lose service time. Everyone's like, "Wow, well, they still have like six years of control." I'm like, wouldn't you want that seventh year in case he becomes an absolute stud? Yeah. And you look back in four years and said, "Man, we really shouldn't have wasted that year on the uh, that year of his contract when we were sixty-two and ninety-four." See, I'm not. I, I, the service time doesn't bug me. I think you need to keep him in the minors because a he's 
gaining confidence. Yes, he's a very confident individual regardless, but he's gaining confidence every at-bat he takes. If you can avoid starting that clock, don't start it. That's fine. Right. I'm, I'm just saying that one's not as big of an issue for me because if you get, if he gains confidence in double A, you move up to triple A, he gains confidence there because, let's be honest, he'll probably rake there too. Yeah, you'll bring him up in September just exactly. to see him, right? And then you go from there. Like, this team is not competing. They do not have the pieces. If they were, you know, the team from two years ago and Donaldson got hurt and they needed a third baseman down the stretch, then you bring him up. Yeah. Because he's your best option. Yeah, I right agree. Right now, there's six other holes on this roster that he's not going to fill. He fills a hole at most. You got a hole in left field because you got someone playing new playing there every day. <laughs> You're on your third shortstop of the season. Who's there now? Gurriel is playing some games. You don't know who's playing up the middle at all any times. Yeah, it's Martin joke. can't play more than two games in a row behind the Did plate. Did Martin play shortstop yesterday? Third. Or I think he I played shortstop. I think I he got moved know. to short. I don't even know. Like he started third and got moved to short. Um, well, probably because of the rain delay and stuff, right? But the, this team is all bench guys, right? So I don't – it's not smart. Atkins probably will, and Garbage Bag will probably overplay him, so. I, I don't think they will, to be honest. I think I think they just want to leave him down there for now because there's no need. The guy's raked for a month. Great. Let him rake some more. That's the whole point of the minors is build confidence. He's raked for two be months. Be successful. He's raked for two months. Well, whatever they've been. I don't even know. 34 he, games. He's batting be four. Be successful. 15. Give him one more month. Let him get to the halfway point with New Hampshire. Then move him up to double A. Yeah. Let him be an all-star in double A and move right. him up to triple A. What's the last time we moved the guy up too fast? Where is he now? If you know the name of the player I'm talking about, then you're a really good baseball fan because most people won't even know. Okay. I think I know, but I want to hear anyway. Pompey. Oh. When we went him from A, double, triple, and the majors all in one year, and then we started him in the majors next year, how's that gone? Yeah. He is an absolute bust. We absolutely ruined him. That's unfortunate. He can't hit. I know. And he's had, and they got concussions, and he can't hit. He's done. He comes up for a couple games, but he cannot he's, hit. He's a whole player at They this absolutely point. shattered his confidence by moving him four levels in one year. Yeah. And I know that was Anthopolis. It was a different regime. But, but still, it's not You good. can't. You have to learn from that. Because yeah. you have two of the brightest stars in baseball and no need to push them. Yeah. Absolutely no need. Any any day now, Vlad is going to be named the top prospect in the minors because About when they do when they do the mid-seasons. No, because they've already, they've already updated them because Otani, Otani. Well, uh, baseball prospectus does like, they change them as they go, but like. Yeah. No, the, I was I was doing the, uh, oh, which one is it? I can't remember. Baseball America probably. I don't know. Uh, the one that MLB actually runs. The top prospects? Well, they do their own. Yeah. Jonathan so Mayo does their own. They, uh, Okuna's number one, Vlad's number two right now. Yeah. Okuna's going to age out. Well, not age out, but play out yeah. in the majors. So Vlad will be number one within the next two weeks. Leave him. I Just agree. Keep showing all these videos of moonshots and let the guy build his confidence. And when he comes up, he <laughs> actually breaks. Because you know what? You know what happens if you wait the rest of this year and even part of next year? You know the pitchers he's going to be facing when he gets up? Tired. Oh, oh the guys he's playing in double A. Yeah. Well, right? Because probably probably well, more likely the triple A. No, but the way the, the majors have gone now, the way the minors are set right now, triple A has gone away from being the stepping stone. Yeah. Double A is now way more competitive and has way more younger players than it did five years ago. Yeah. Double A is the new triple A. Triple A is where you put the vets. That's fair. And, and you're like good prospects. You're like your four to seven prospects that are just there, but you're willing to call up whenever you need them. Yeah. 
Rowdy Telez, Howard, Harold Ramirez, Teoscar Hernandez started down there, Reese McGuire, Rowdy. Um, Danny Jansen, or the, the catcher. Yeah. Right? Those guys you'll call up and you'll have no worries. They're pretty much MLB ready, but they haven't earned a spot yet. Yeah. Right? Bichette, Sean Reed Foley, Guerrero. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the other names when we were looking well, at the Guriel list. Well, Guriel started in double A. Guriel, right? Like, those are your legit prospects. They're in double A, right? Because that's where all the other good talent is playing, right? Yeah. Triple A, you got some vets and some good guys. Like, it's not a bad league, but it's not what it used to be. Triple A teams right? could probably, st- will st- probably still beat double A teams just because of experience. But double A is where all you keep the talent, yeah. right? So when he comes up in a year, year and a half, or two years, he's going to be facing those guys from double A. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he's going to be like, oh, man, I crushed this guy. I had like seven home runs off this dude. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Right? I think he has the confidence no matter who's he pitching against him. He gets him, it from his dad because his dad swung at everything and made contact at most things. Didn't care less, right? He knew he was going to hit a ball 500 feet, and then he knew he was going to strike out at a ball in the dugout. Yeah, well, that was Vladdy for you. I think I think Junior's actually better at seeing the ball. Wow, Junior doesn't swing at everything. <laughs> but he's also a little bit smaller than his dad, and his you know his he's dad stronger, a little different. Vlad was the guy that was a big burly guy in right field that could hose you from the parking lot. Yeah. Right? Honestly, I think Vlad will cut some pounds and move to the outfield. Junior? Yeah. Or he'll move to one bag. I don't see him permanently staying at three bag. I don't think he's fit enough to stay at three bag. I don't know. He's looked pretty good at double A. I think he's got to shed some weight for durability issues. I agree. Not not for playing issues. I agree. If he wants to stay at third, I think he's got to slim down a little bit because you see what happened to like Sandoval. You see a lot of third basemen are much more athletic. Right, you can stick him in the corner and he'll be okay. So he could move to to right with his arm he's, he's or got first. Cannon. He does. That's why I think if he can shed a couple pounds, which is not out of the realm, it's much very possible. It's just an off season change. That you know, it's more for durability. Like he can yeah. play third base. I'm not saying he can. It's can he last a 162 game season yeah. at that weight? Yep. Right? That's that's a little thing. Um, yeah, I I agree. It's been. It's been fun to watch him this season, but he needs to stay in the minors. So, I think that pretty much does it for me. You good, dude? Yeah. I'll give you the last word because you've been gone for a couple weeks. Last word? I don't know. What's there to talk about? Toronto sports has died. It's over now. The run is over. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Jays. It's over. Time to just go get some beers at a Marlies. Ladies and gentlemen, the Marlies are still in the playoffs. Well, good. They almost lost in the first round somehow, so. Yeah, and now they're playing Lehigh, I think. Hey, anybody want uh, cheap tickets, go find Robert Brandt. He'll hook you up. Robbie! Yeah, he works at the Marlies. He'll get you $5 tickets. Yeah. Um, up. So you're good then? Yeah. All right, well, that'll do it for us here at Garage Door Sports. We will hopefully be on next week as well. Uh, I don't see why we wouldn't be, but something may come up. According to Jordan, there's a volcano coming, so watch that. <laughs> we may not be on. He's got spies everywhere. Yeah. Um uh, thank you for listening as always make sure to follow us on Twitter follow us on Facebook we try to post more on Twitter than Facebook but we're doing our best to try to cover everything um, yeah and uh, we will uh, see you next week deuces <laughs>